Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. You may want to sit down for this one, folks. Okay, you sitting? Okay. You knew it. I knew it. The science knew it. Colleagues of the science knew it. But the U.S. public health establishment has been denying it for three years. Because apparently they were partially responsible. According to the UK's Sunday Times, which is basically a centrist equivalent of the New York Times over in Great Britain. The New York Times was actually named for the UK Times. The UK Times had a bombshell report that COVID-19 was indeed engineered by the Chinese military with U.S. funding, and it came through the EcoHealth Alliance, and it escaped the lab. I know, who could have ever guessed this was true? The trail of money went, as we already know, from the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, through the EcoHealth Alliance to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Chinese military became involved in the coronavirus research around 2017 when gain-of-function research started bearing fruit. Oh, and by the way, yes, there is a North Carolina connection here. Ralph Barrick. Yeah, we'll get to him. The Times report is... Um, appears to be true. It's based upon confidential documents leaked to them by investigators who were sent to Wuhan to study the outbreak. It also comes directly from the United States State Department investigators who were sent to China to investigate the origins of the virus. And there are extensive quotes from those State Department investigators. They've also got a ton of documents. Scientists, this is from the UK Times, Scientists in Wuhan, working alongside the Chinese military, were combining the world's most deadly coronaviruses to create a new mutant virus just as the pandemic began. Investigators who scrutinized top-secret intercepted communications, as well as scientific research, believe that Chinese scientists were running a covert project of dangerous experiments which caused a leak from the Wuhan Institute of Virology and started the COVID-19 outbreak. U.S. investigators say one of the reasons there's no published information on the work is because it was done in collaboration with researchers from the Chinese military, which was funding it and which was pursuing bioweapons. They go on to say in the UK Times, the facility, the Wuhan facility, had started hunting the origins of the SARS virus in 2003, which makes sense because in 03, right? Remember SARS came out, right? You know, bigger and better than ever, you know, SARS was like, what is this? And so they started doing a research on this. And so it attracted us government funding 
through a New York-based charity. This was the EcoHealth Alliance. The president of EcoHealth Alliance was a a British-born and educated zoologist. Okay? America's leading coronavirus scientist then shared cutting-edge virus manipulation techniques. That's Ralph Barrick at UNC. So Wuhan gets these two things. It gets the funding, and then it gets the expertise. The Institute was engaged in increasingly risky experiments on coronaviruses that it gathered from the bat caves in southern China. Initially, it made its findings public, and it argued that, yes, there are risks here, but these risks are justifiable because the work might advance science and help us to develop vaccines. That was from 2003. But over the years, things changed, specifically in 2016. You know what happened in 2016? Researchers discovered a brand new type of coronavirus. They found it in a mine shaft in Mojang in Yunnan province, where people had died from the symptoms, died from it, and this hadn't happened. You had people that were working the mines, they catch this virus, and they have these symptoms that are similar to SARS, and then they die. And rather than warning the world, the Chinese authorities did not report the fatalities. The viruses found there are now, sorry, the viruses found there are now recognized as the only members of COVID-19's immediate family known to have been in existence before the pandemic. Right? So, What does that mean? It means that COVID-19 was not actually a novel coronavirus. It wasn't new. It had a family. That family came from this mind shift. But nobody knew about it, and nobody knew that it had killed people because the Chinese didn't tell anyone. Why didn't they tell anyone? They were transported to the Wuhan, the viruses from the mind shift, transported to the Wuhan Institute, And the work of its scientists then became classified. And at that point, the trail of papers starts to go dark, a U.S. investigator said. And that's exactly when the classified program kicked off. Now, I'm sure there is a rational explanation for this. It's perfectly reasonable. Makes logical sense when I tell you what it is. Is that the military took it over and they were going to turn into a bioweapon. That's what that's that's the. That is the only plausible explanation here. According to the U.S. investigators, the, uncla- or sorry, the classified program was to make the mineshaft viruses more infectious to humans. And when the virus experts warned Dr. Fauci that this virus, when we saw it, that, hey, you know what, this looks engineered. Remember what he did? Anthony, the science Fauci, He throws together this conference call, this telephone call, and he tells everybody, all these experts on the call, that, no, 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 this is natural occurring, naturally occurring. Pressured them to assert that the virus was natural. Remember the emails with Francis Collins? He of the uh, folk song parody writing? Yeah. And so the people on the call did. They asserted it was natural. And I apologize for, for, uh, for taking that information from these experts and using it in order to t- 
tell people, right, say, when they were like, oh, no, this came from a lab. I said, well, these experts are saying it was, it, it was zoological. That's my mistake, and that won't happen anymore, and that's why I had an argument with my doctor <laughs> about, the, about vaccines. I don't trust you guys anymore. How can you ask me to trust you after you did that to me? Right? I burn my sources. You use me to lie to people, you're done. I don't, I'm done with you. That's how I roll. The people that lied, they got rewarded with $9 million in research grants. Fauci and company assert the two events, though, were completely unrelated. Now, the State Department researchers say they found evidence that researchers working on these experiments were taken to the hospital with COVID-like symptoms in November of 2019. I remember doing this story two years ago, I think. And this was this was the stuff of conspiracy theory. There were people that were piecing together uh, based on hospital records, but also based on um, uh, the uh, the want ads, the classifieds for Wuhan. They started seeing these positions opening up inside the Wuhan lab and they were looking for people with expertise. There's like, you know, job searches, job ads. They were like, help wanted here. Hey, do you have experience working with highly transmissible deadly diseases? Come work at the Wuhan Institute, you know. And meanwhile, these other people that had the jobs, they were just erased. They were gone. What happened to them? Well, they died. They were young people working in the lab and they died. And so this was happening in November 2019, a month before the West became aware of the pandemic. One of the relatives of the lab workers died. An investigator said, quote, we were rock solid confident that this was likely COVID-19 because they were working on advanced coronavirus research in the laboratory. They're trained biologists in their 30s and 40s. 35-year-old scientists don't get very sick with influenza. Think about this. This researcher, this investigator says, we were rock solid confident why are we just hearing this now? Oh, hey, real quick, before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. That's carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Scientists in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or as I call it, the WIV, working alongside the Chinese military, or as I call them, the commies, were combining the world's most deadly coronaviruses to create a new mutant virus just as the pandemic began. This, according to the UK Times, a massive story published the other day. As far as I can tell, it is being blacked out by U.S. media. Investigators who scrutinize top-secret intercepted communications and scientific research believe that Chinese scientists were running a covert project of dangerous experiments which caused a leak from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, or as I call it, the WIV, and started the COVID-19 outbreak. 
state or sorry, the uh, Eco Health Alliance was. This is according to um, I think this is David Strom. Yeah, David Strom at HotAir.com. The Eco Health Alliance was known to skirt the U.S. ban on gain of function research. Look, I'm not a scientist, not a biologist, so I can't tell you what a woman is either. But a uh, gain of function, a definition for gain of function research is, in layman's term, to me, in layman's terms, it is. We want this virus to to uh, to evolve, right? We want to mutate it much more rapidly than we than otherwise we would have to wait for it to occur naturally, because we want to see if we can make it more deadly. Now, the scientists people think there's a reason to do that. That is all super sciency, and it has to do with like you know protecting people and preventing the next pandemic if we can only figure out how to mutate it and make it kill a whole bunch of people then we could stop it from killing a whole bunch of people no I, like i hear that and i say hey how about you don't make it so bad that it kills a bunch of people and that's a good way to stop it from killing a bunch of people but again not a scientist so that's the, the that's the concept gain of function they accelerate the evolution of this virus eco health alliance was known to skirt the U.S. ban on gain-of-function research that was implemented by the Obama administration. They worked in Wuhan to engineer SARS-like viruses that did not infect humans to turn them into infectious variants, as well as manipulating a MERS virus. Remember that one? MERS? Remember that one's like, oh my God, MERS is going to kill you now. First it was SARS. Well, actually, first it was like West Nile virus. Remember that? Every mosquito was out to kill you, right? Then then it was SARS, then it was MERS, the Middle East respiratory virus. That one came from camels, apparently. And they were working to do it with MERS as well to make it in, to make an infectious variant for humans. Most of this work was carried out in the Institute's biosafety lab or a biosafety level two lab. The with was a level two lab. And it is compared, according to these researchers, it's, com- it's comparable, th- th- those biosafety levels, it's comparable to those used in dental surgery. So they're messing around with infectious diseases in a dentist's office. That's the level of security that they were running. No, no, no. It came from a pagolin or whatever, or, or bat soup. Yeah. By contrast, the U.S. guidelines require level three, at least, precautions for similar work, including self-closing doors, filtered air, scientists equipped with full PPE while under medical supervision. Back in 2018, scientists selected... Three, so this is around the same time that they started doing this. Remember, they, they find this variant in the mine shaft. They bring it to the WIV, and all of a sudden, the papers start going dark, and now they're, they're not publishing research as much. The military is now taken over. They're now involved. They're funding this research. The scientists selected three lab-grown mutant viruses that were created by mixing SARS-like viruses with WIV-1. WIV-1 was what they called the mine shaft virus. That was that was their first, their first messing around with this thing. WIV is the Wuhan Institute of Virology. WIV one, right? So they they start messing around with this stuff, which had been shown to infect human cells. These mutants were then injected into the noses of albino mice, 
these albino mice had human lungs. All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's Military Surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. So around 2018, the Wuhan Institute of uh, Virology, or the WIV, is working with the SARS-like viruses, combining it with these mutant creations and spinning them up into more highly evolved um, viruses in order to make them contagious. And they stuck them into the noses of some albino mice with human lungs. And that part of the research comes out of North Carolina. That's Ralph Barrick's line of work at UNC. And he worked with and gave the with, he gave them the expertise to start doing this kind of research. And, The aim, according to the UK Times, this is not a tabloid magazine over there. This is a legitimate center-left newspaper. And they say the aim of the research in 2018 was to see whether the viruses had the potential to spark a pandemic. It was. We got an answer. Congratulations, scientists. Yeah. Yeah, it worked. The mutant virus that fused with one with the SARS thing, which was SHCO14, whatever. That mutation that they made, it killed 75% of the mice and was three times as lethal as the original with one. Now, you might think that this data known to the U.S. for quite some time might have figured into assessments made by our intelligence community and especially the CDC the NIAID, when they were looking at the origin of the virus, and it almost certainly did factor into the analysis, I'm sure, but their response seems to have been to panic and cover it up. David Strom at HotAir.com says, revealing that the U.S. helped to fund research that created a super coronavirus might not sit well with the American public and our allies during a pandemic that killed millions of people. Not to mention the impact on the reputations and the careers of the people involved, particularly one Anthony the Science Fauci, who was perfectly placed to both hide the facts and steer government policies and recommendations. Back to the UK Times story. The experiment's results suggest the new lab-made virus would be more difficult to stop if it leaked into the population. It appeared to be highly infectious, Early in the illness, this was different than the other SARS viruses where you were not infectious until after you had symptoms. And so there was a there was like a grace period. The experiment was part funded by EcoHealth's grant money, but the FOIA request documents show that um, they did not refer the deaths of the humanized mice in a report to the NIH. This is Dr. Peter Dajak from EcoHealth Alliance. They didn't tell 
They didn't tell the funders. There was no mention of the mouse deaths in the grant renewal application. Back to the NIH. He said the mice had experienced mild SARS-like clinical signs when they were infected with the mutant virus, but it had actually killed six of the eight. Dejak eventually provided details of the experiment's deadly results to the U.S. authorities in a report after the pandemic. He now says that his 2018 statement about the mild illness was based on just preliminary results, even though the experiment in which the mice died had taken place several months before he issued the statement. The Times says in March 2018, the Wuhan Institute was keen to press ahead with more experiments. Dejak applied for more funding, and he made a pitch for $14 million to DARPA, Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. It was, the, the project was called Defuse. It named Dejak. It named the Chinese, uh, uh, the, the Wuhan Institute virologist, uh, the Bat Lady. Her name is Xi. Named her. And it named UNC's Ralph Barrick. And it proposed the Wuhan lab find large numbers of new SARS viruses, mix some of them up with their two deadly strains from the mine shaft, and see what happens. And DARPA was like, uh, No. <laughs> when even DARPA, when the when the military is like, yeah, no, that's going to kill a bunch of people. You might be bar- you might be embarking on a on a too dangerous path. One specific experiment involved inserting. Tell me if this sounds familiar. A furin cleavage site, a tiny section of a virus's genetic order that makes them more infectious. You take that and insert it into the pathogens. Dejak and the Wuhan lab say they did not go ahead with this work. But when COVID-19 emerged the next year, it was notable for being the very first SARS-like coronavirus with a furin cleavage site. This is what Rand Paul was asking Fauci about. And Fauci was saying, nothing to see here. This was the main reason why the original virologists who looked at the virus, said, yeah, this looks like it's been engineered. Their observation is what led to the original panicked phone call, that conference call, and then the apparent bribes with the grant money. Seems quite the coincidence that COVID-19 is the only coronavirus with, such a, with, such, with this cleavage site. And that the EcoHealth Alliance's goal was to create a coronavirus with a furin cleavage site. Just a coincidence. To be sure, the UK Times has what is now the definitive uh, story on the origins of COVID-19. And what they have pieced together using documents and interviews with uh, researchers and investigators that went over to Wuhan in the aftermath of the uh, of the outbreak, people from the U.S. State Department, um what they have pieced together is that it was, in fact, uh, funded by the U.S. EcoHealth Alliance. They used U.S. tax dollars. They funded uh, gain-of-function research. They spun up this uh, bat virus that had come from the caves in a mine shaft in uh, what Yunnan province. They spun it up to make it more contagious. And as they proceeded in this project... The military came in and took over the operation 
and all of the paperwork went dark. They weren't reporting out everything they were doing, and they were spinning it up. Oh, and by the way, the next component here is they started working on the vaccine that the Chinese government start, and one of their doctors who mysteriously fell off the roof of the WIV, of the Wuhan Institute. He was working on a vaccine and mysteriously just fell off the roof. Um, they were working on it just as the virus was escaping. He'd gotten a patent for it, <laughs> ironically. Even DARPA wouldn't touch this thing. DARPA told him no. The Obama administration shut down gain-of-function research. Investigators spoke to two researchers working at the U.S. laboratory who were collaborating with the Wuhan Institute at the time of the outbreak, and they said the Wuhan scientists had inserted furin cleavage sites into viruses in 2019 in precisely the way that was proposed in that grant application to DARPA from EcoHealth Alliance, from Dejac and Barrick and she. They believe COVID-19 was created by inserting this site into one of the mine viruses and then serially passaging it through humanized mice. Uh, statements to the U.S. Senate explaining the process include this, quote, you infect the mice, you wait a week or so, and then recover the virus from the sickest mice. Then you repeat. That's gain of function. You understand? Right? You inject them, see which one's the sickest, get those viruses, and keep going. In a matter of weeks, this directed evolution will produce a virus that can kill every humanized mouse. This explains why, from the beginning of the outbreak, the pandemic virus was so remarkably well adapted to infect humans. Why was China so aggressive? In doing this research, well, SARS hit Asia pretty hard, right? Late 90s, early 2000s, we all remember this. So finding a vaccine to combat it would be a massive benefit to mankind. Okay, now making a deadlier virus with gain of function, I don't really see how that gets you to the, right, to the cure, but what do I know, right? Not a biologist, don't know what a woman is. U.S. and other Western scientists were worried enough about gain-of-function research to push for and to successfully ban it for years. There is, though, strong evidence for a more plausible explanation, which is that the military wanted a bioweapon. That's the more plausible explanation. The evidence that COVID was engineered in Wuhan with funds from the United States and the Chinese military is at this point now overwhelming. The U.S. has known this for years, actually, and there's plenty of documentation to build a clear line from the discovery of the bat coronaviruses in a mine shaft, viruses that were similar to SARS, but did not infect humans. A furin cleavage site was inserted, and then a program to mutate the virus into a deadly form was adopted. All were done in a lab that had the biosafety level rating of a, of a dental surgeon, a dental surgery clinic. The State Department investigators that got sent over to China to determine what happened got stonewalled by China. But they developed a chain of evidence that pretty conclusively demonstrates that this was done. There is no animal reservoir for the virus as it exists now. Right? Where, where were the animals? Where, right? Did they all get sold off and eaten? Is that what happened? 
Why was there no spread among any other wet markets? Any other animals? One last thing, David Strom at hotair.com. One last thing he says, there is an additional reason to cover this up in, a, uh, in addition to bureaucratic uh, butt covering. If in 2020, if it had come out that China had engineered the virus as it was at that point causing this worldwide panic, right? What do you think would have been the fallout? It would not have been pretty for anybody concerned, right? The science Fauci, Tony, the science Fauci, he would be toast. But so would U.S.-China relations. And what do you think the chances are that anybody at State Department or the DOD, what are the chances that any of them would have told Trump? These bureaucrats hated him, right? Why at this point are media ignoring this story in America? We'll take a look at that up next.